I love the beats. I love so. But <laughs> well, they um, when, can't hear the beats. I know. That's what I was going to explain. <laughs> so whenever we do this recording, when we start the recorder, there's like five seconds where it just goes. It counts you in. And I love it. Like, I feel like it's going to be like, uh, 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 like, what a beat, what a vibe. Hello, Ian, how are you? I'm very well, Mark. I'm very well. Um, uh, yeah, just been chilling out, really. I'm not actually making this up. Like, uh, yesterday we had, a, uh, we had a friend staying with us. Well, my housemate had a friend staying and uh, uh, he's very nice and... Uh, he, they they went out like and and went shopping and and, and had had a night out on town, and uh, so I made a fry up this morning. <laughs> but I honestly, I, you could have easily fed ten people that fry up. Yeah, to be so, honest, you, you offered me some of the leftovers, and there was <laughs> enough there for you guys to have a full dinner. And that was, was like, us having loads beforehand. I was, I'm not so. going to start eating your leftovers because then like, actually you could probably still get dinner out of that. No, absolutely, absolutely. Enough. Make a little. Um, uh, but uh, should we talk about thirst traps? Or oh my dill? god! Yeah, let's. Well, let. Well, I think they go hand in hand, really, don't they? Oh, okay. So obviously, I've um, fully embraced being a slut, and uh, I'm okay with. Do you know? I'm not. Wait, actually... non-practicing slut or actual um, slut? Well, what is a non-practicing slut? It's I, I guess a dictees. Um. I'm not had sex with anyone. If that's what you mean. So you're a dictees. Yeah, maybe. I think I just like. I think I'm just an attention whore. <laughs> but um, I, I have noticed that the quality of the photos that I've been putting up on my Instagram, etc., have all been, um, for lack of a better term, thirstier than maybe what has what I've put up previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the response you, has I, been <laughs> has been has been yeah completely different to the response I would usually get from people on social media, which I find very interesting. But it 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 is it is fun and it is thrilling as well, but it's also very distracting. Uh, yeah, super distracting. Um, and then I did have one friend who was a bit worried about me. She was just like, are you going off the rails? Are you better? Oh, yeah. It's going to be better. And another one who was just like, I am here for it. Like, live your best slot life. And I was like, yes. Yeah. I guess as if you compartmentalise it, because I find if, you know, if you're organising something, for instance, um, and there's oh, group chats are the worst for this. And here I am at work trying to work. And every time I'll, I'll reach for my comb, because my phone's there now. I never used to have my phone out at work but I now have it there because that's how our clients like get in touch with me if I see like a big flashing symbol for WhatsApp or Instagram I'm like oh my god you almost feel this I almost kind of get that tinnitus in my head and I can't concentrate on the client in front of me so I need to hide my phone no 100% I find that really I actually find that quite overwhelming to Mm. the point where all my group chats um, with a lot of my my sort of older friends friends that I used to work with um Etc. I've muted. I, I kind of went through a phase where I muted them all just for my own well-being. Um, because sometimes realized, it's just banter, but for ages, and it's very sweet, yeah. and very great. But it's like forty messages of just like you're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. It's and just I just don't want the constant, especially like it's when you've got your Apple Watch and it's just like buzz, 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 buzz. So I did. I muted them all. Um, but then I realised actually I've missed social events that have been organised. I've just because I just didn't actually open the chat because you need to now go look for it. Yeah. Rather than getting the notification. My friend Johnny, um, he and I respect him for this. Like, you'll open up a group chat, like someone would open up a group chat saying, "Hi, we're organising a, a something for so and so." So we're thinking of doing these three things, and then once the facts are stated, what what we're doing, how much you need to contribute, what date by, he'll say thanks everyone, and then he'll say Johnny has left. Like, you know, which I get because you can't have, you know, twenty group chats open you no, know and that's the thing but then so, i it's a lot it of background fear noise. of like it's that social anxiety when it comes towards like 
an old group chat even that you're like I just don't want everyone else that's in this to get a notification and be like I'm left because I feel like that is a bit of a slap in the face no exactly so you do it immediately fire quicker yeah you just, know, just you know. literally leave leave the group chats yeah and because I'll appreciate that it's like I don't have the bandwidth the he- I don't have the headspace to, to deal con- to contribute yes to contri- yeah exactly yeah. exactly and then I say yeah you're right because actually it's now worse because I feel like from their point of view I'm seeing these messages and just ignoring them rather than just not of seeing course. them exactly. so no I do appreciate that um, but uh, yeah, because obviously I've been more b- body confident uh, because I'm shooting other people, and and I think because I'm shooting other people who I find quite attractive, and I'll shoot them in a way, and they don't find themselves attractive, yeah. makes me think, okay, hang on a second, like you know, maybe I, you know, maybe I'm okay, maybe I'm fine. So I have been getting. I've been putting up more, um, like if I do a selfie, it's a little, my my legs are out more or something, you know, something more, a, little, a bit sexier. Yeah, a little bit sexier, a little bit thirstier. So a bit more thirstier. And, you know, I'm a married man. But I said, even said to Arthur, like, do you mind all this? He goes, no, no. He's like, no, no. He goes, I probably find it hotter than you do, um, which is fine. Um, but oh, yes. So. And I think the thing with, yeah, I think it's that thing where, when you don't necessarily find your like what you're saying with these guys, when they don't particularly find themselves attractive, or and you're like, well, I think you're a good looking person type of thing. Mm. Um, sometimes, and it's really unhealthy actually. Now that I'm saying it, getting a wee bit of validation from others from getting some likes on a picture is actually quite therapeutic. Yeah, on a on a, on a bad day. <laughs> no, of course, no, I get that. Um, yeah, I had to. There was one gentleman who he tried to, he kept saying that he was unattractive and we haven't worked together yet and i was just like i have no time for this because no. he, i know he is beautiful i know he's beautiful you know what i mean and uh sometimes it's just attention seeking and i was just like this is unnecessary you are clearly not a munter like yeah. you are you know anyway so it's just fine so tell us about dilf oh yeah so obviously i went to dilf in edinburgh uh, a while ago and um <laughs> Well, Which my I reputation think, I think that me. was in this series I think we talked about in this yeah, series yeah I think yeah. it was the start of the season um, <laughs> my reputation um, I mean people were talking to you about what I was wearing that night and, and stuff, they said so, you look gorgeous uh, that's not what they said to me liars um, <laughs> so then yeah I went through to Dolph in Glasgow um, with uh, with a friend and met some friends while I was through there and um my friend like fully like like went all out like he has quite a wardrobe of that kind of clothing awesome kind of mild leather fetish wear type stuff so um he fully like dressed me up and was like yeah you should wear this you look good in this wear this wear this wear this so i was like feel... and i think it's that freedom of being in another city as well you're yeah. like i don't care about you people i don't know who you are did you put <laughs> did you put any of this on instagram i didn't see anything no, i didn't put any of that i didn't put anything of what i was wearing on instagram okay because it was very full on. Can you describe it to our um, listeners? So, uh, so I had like a like a red and black leather harness. Nice. Which I later like just, just a chest harness. No, it just it was just a shoulder thing, just oh, straps. Because cool. like, I think that cuts me really nicely. I think that shape nice. works for me. Okay. And then I had a kind of bandana thing on, and then I had on your on your head or on your neck. Neck. <gasps> Like, like, like a little a, dog, like a little cess, like no more like, like a little like terrier, a, like a little like like nineteen twenty sailor moment, like that. <laughs> that vibe. Someone... <laughs> There's a porn star called Max something, and he 
he's one of my Twitter crushes and he's super cute and he's always wearing these little like rolled up bandanas tied around mm-hmm. his neck and because oh. doesn't Alan Carr have a joke in his Tooth Fairy Liar show about like should I get a neckerchief work on the waltzes or like uh, like don't, I don't remember. Like, oh, but we've spoken get about a wig? this show. <laughs> get a negative? No. I don't remember it, but, but I know that show very well. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, so I had a wee... And then I had like these kind of like light cry spandexy, kind of like short, tight, short things on that were almost like a kind of American football... Are they called cleats of the shoes, aren't they? What Not are sure. they? You know that kind of American football kind of things where it's like that yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah. tight thigh... Right. Short, mm-hmm. but then it's got like that kind of built-in kind of like pouch. They kind of they, lace. Did they call the, it a box? And they kind of I know lace in up cr- at the cricket front. they call it a box. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm assuming you'd put a cup in that usually. Though, yeah. So I'm not gonna wear a cup out because that's ridiculous. But yeah, they kind of lace up the front. Yes. Yeah. Oh, where do you even find that? Or did your mate have that? Uh, yeah, my friend gave me all. Great. You'll have to. You'll have to. You'll have to get a dress-up box. I've got a photo. I'll show you. I mean, get your live The listeners can't get. Because I've got a photo. I'm just not going to put it on Instagram. Oh, you thirsty bitches can just use your imagination. Oh, um, described. Described, described. Um, was it busy? It was busy, but like I didn't really know anyone. So it was like, do I mean like, I was just like floating about doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Living my absolute best life, my best fantasy. But like I said, I got like white boy wasted and was just like strutting around. Like, So where did you stay? Where did I stay? So I stayed. Uh, I got Guys, a, is looking very good. I see. A, <laughs> I got there's a, that pouch. Oh, you I didn't know you had a tattoo. I've got three tattoos. Oh, got tattoos. Um, you got water there. Were you on drugs? Oh, it's not water, is it? You got a I water in your hand. What? Is it not just? I think it's a vodka and soda. In that bottle. <laughs> I don't remember. And I was drinking vodka soda all night. And then somebody bought me a gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking that I was drinking gin and tonic, but I was drinking vodka soda lime. So I think that's maybe what pushed me off the edge. Of course, from, just the one from thing. Vodka, vodka to I gin. think it's the same percentage, darling. I know, but like it's a different spirit. Like, you don't mix your drinks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, it's a vibe. I, yeah, no, last year I uh, made my own gin, and they get you to buy a very cheap vodka. To buy and, to meet the gin. Yeah, so you buy like Tesco's own uh, vodka, and then you put in the juniper berries for two days or something like that, and then. You put in your other ingredients to infuse for another couple of days, and then oh, it makes what's that gin. like? It's actually delicious. Yeah, no, it, it is. Like good. We're talking about me wearing leather and you making homemade like craft gin. gin. <laughs> it's very different lifestyles. I did steal someone's like leather police hat at one point. Oh, was, look at you! That was, that's a proper like George Michael vibe, isn't it? Yeah, it's very uh, Tom of Finland. Very know. Tom of Finland, and I'm here for that. Like just living my absolute best life. Like good just, I was just having a. Having so a where great time. where were you staying? Just at, like I literally just a premier inn. Okay, okay. Nothing. So not your mate's house, no? No, no, so that was the thing. So he wasn't initially going to come and then he kind of hooked on last minute. But if I'd known that earlier on, I probably would have said yeah. it. So he did offer. No, and then he's coming through this weekend because we're going to go to Delphi and Edinburgh next weekend. How many Delphs are there? So there's like Edinburgh, Glasgow, Manchester, Brighton. Oh, good on them. But there's like one a month. So I went to the one in Edinburgh and then two weeks later I went to the one in Glasgow and then two weeks later I'm going to go to the oh, one in Edinburgh I again. See. You should work for them. It's just sponsor. Oh my god! Imagine. But then I've got so I've got another outfit that my friend, um, that my friend had selected for me from his bag of tricks in Glasgow. So I've got like a wrestling singlet thing on for. So there's for one on this week- weekend. You say next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend. Okay. Next weekend. It'll be a vibe. Okay. The tenth. Okay. No, I think no, I think we're going to our friend's house. Were you thinking you're going to come? No, no, we've got a kitchen supper at a friend's house. Yeah, so. it's much more classy <laughs> and civilized. I mean, I'm literally going to be wearing like a spandex wrestling singlet. 
I'm okay with it. No, we'll probably just watch this first series of Downton Abbey again. Oh, I love yeah, that. I've never watched Downton Abbey. Yeah, that's good. It's a vibe. Is it a vibe? <laughs> I love that. It starts in 1912 and the Titanic sinks. And because of that, like, anyway, you'll see, you'll, you'll have to watch it. It's really good. Stunning. Uh, <laughs> Stunning. So, yeah, we'll be doing two very different things. Yeah. yeah. I'll be wandering about. But I'll live vicariously through you. We'll yeah. talk about it. I'll, um, and the rest of the thing that's fairly covered up. I mean, I'll, I'll be covered up from shoulders to crotch. So yes. there's, the photos might keep on to Instagram from that one. Do, do. Um, but the, the, the topic I was actually going to talk about and, and, and going back is the guy that was staying here last night, Zach, he's, he's a lovely, lovely chap. Um, he says, oh, what will you be talking about on, on the podcast today? And I said, uh, I'd like to talk about like goal um life goalposts you know for for gays yeah. you know and and I, I i said um you know because you know like heteronormative kind of 1950s idea you know you'll you know, meet someone and then you know you'll you fall in love get engaged get married maybe a year two years later have a child and then maybe have another child and Child one goes to school, yay, celebrate that. Child one leaves school, etc. So, in these situations, there's always something for people to get excited about. Yeah, it's almost like a life map. It's yeah, like the game it's of, of life. Like, oh, you're, oh, they're going to nursery, yay! Like, oh, they're having a Christmas party, oh, yay! Whereas, if for us, you know, if you want, um, and if you if, and if you don't want kids, you know, it's it's you have to create your own goals yeah, manufacture those life manufacture goals. the goals yeah. and we have talked about this and and what we're really bad at doing is celebrating because we almost forget that we had the goal and then it comes and goes and then you're like oh that you know you forget and then zach i hope he doesn't mind me using his name but he rightly said he goes but everyone has that not just gays like and he's right obviously like if you're you know if you're anyone who especially if you you know you don't you don't want to get married by the time you're 35. Perhaps if you're straight, there's probably even more pressure if you're not married by 35, 40. Or, yeah, maybe. And if, especially if like you, you are the type of person who's talked about wanting kids, you know, stuff like that. So, but if you, you don't want any of these things in life, then you, you are in the situation where you kind of have to make your own life goals and, and then and, and celebrate them. Yeah, but then we spoke about it before, like like I always pictured myself having kids, but then mm. I very much think that that ship sailed. And you were like, "That's preposterous." Um, but in my head, is that there is there is that kind of timeline where you want to meet someone, you want to be mm. with them for a couple of years, you probably want to get married. Then, especially if you're gay, you've then got to either look at adoption or surrogacy, and, and that's that just going to take years. time. Yeah. So minimum, you're looking five to seven years before you've got a baby on your hands. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be getting my f- first child when I'm hitting you know, almost 40. Mm. Like, I always pictured myself being a young dad going mental at the soft play, running around the park, like... Because it needs energy. Yeah. Needs and I just... Yeah. Mm. So I think I think I've already kind of made, made like, come to terms with the fact that that's not going to happen for me. Do you have any goals next year? Um, 2022? I think it'll really depend on work. I think work mm. needs to... Work needs to develop. Mm-hmm. In, a, in some kind of way something needs to change for me mm-hmm. um, so it will be very much about seeing what progresses and how things progress and then that decisions will end up being made for me because of the way that things lie mm-hmm. or I can make more informed decisions yeah and negotiate better yeah, yeah. Um, well I've got like goals like for instance 
Like, um, by the end of January, I would like the attic cleared out. Right, okay. Because we've got, like, boxes, for instance, that have moved twice with us that we've never unpacked. So clearly whatever's in them, we, we don't, don't need, need them. Yeah. Or the technology in them is no longer usable, you know. Fair. Uh, no longer serves us, you know. And I obviously have got the show in April, so that's another yep. goal to actually get that on the stage. Um, July, I want to do a one-man show. Yes, yeah, that's coming up. We've already had, a, a, I've got a director for that and a producer for that already. That's cute. Yes, and so we have to actually have a meeting in the next few days about funding for that. Anyway, um, and then I would like to do an exhibition of my street photography work as a book. No, I take that back. I want to do a book first, and then once the book is done, I then want to have an exhibition just with like friends you know yeah. and, like if they want to buy a print they can buy a print or not um but to see idea i just love the idea of having a, a party with people and um you know like red wine and gorgeous pictures framed in black and stuff like that and but the idea of having a book that kind of lives on after the exhibition because you know i love exhibitions um but it's a moment in time absolutely yeah. and i would make the book only like 30 quid or something like that you know um but i think that's that's just for me to say, well, that these photos were taken 2020, 2021, you know, because that's because of lockdown. I was more, um, I got more into Edinburgh street photography and Edinburgh is such a beautiful place to photograph. Holy so there's some of my goals. God, you've got loads. Yeah, but, but they're, oh, but they have to start now. That's the thing. So, yeah. you know, I just, um, yeah, I don't know. God. Would you do another show? Um, so I'm gonna um, sign up to audition for Kinky Boots. Okay. Um, so good to see how that goes. I've not picked an audition piece yet. I need to get on that. Because um, I like to over practice and over rehearse. I always feel like a song goes better when you know it inside and out. Yeah, of course, um, absolutely. <clears throat> and then yeah, what's so I want to do a show that shows in, in the Kinky Boots is performed as part of the Fringe. Yes. So that's not until August time. Are you um, going to any goals with the house? So the house is done. Um, my issue is that I'm quite that my house was my grand's house when I was wee. Yep. Um, so I'm quite emotionally attached to it. Mm -hmm. However, if I hadn't been emotionally attached to it, I probably would have flogged it and sold it for now because I've got a lot of money tied up in it. Okay. Yeah. Because I've renovated it, so mm. there's a lot of equity now. Mm. Um, I could have moved on to another project and started to build projects, but I just don't feel comfortable doing that because it's like there's an emotional tie. Mm. Probably bad buying that house, your first one. Um, mm. So I need to either start saving up enough money to get some kind of buy-to-let mortgage so I can buy a, a, a second property. Yeah. Or I need to just make my bed with the fact Will that, that house at some point become a money pit, though? Like, will it need big money spent on it? No, it's done. Like it's, like, it's all sorted. New radiators, mm. new boiler, windows are all done. So yeah. Maybe needs a new tiles or something at some point in the next 10 years. But Yeah, I, I like the idea. I'm not good at it. I think Arthur would be good at it, uh, of um, buying places yeah. and then doing them up and selling them on. But obviously we don't have that money. But uh, yeah, if we did, I think that would be a great thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. thing. I think if I... That's, uh, that's what I would love to do for a job. Mm. But it's getting the... The basic the money to start doing that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because I love a renovation. Oh, I loved yeah. it. Like I did all my all my drawings, all my plans for my house, and it was hilarious because I had them all taped up to the wall when all the builders and stuff came in. And um, then when my mum and dad came back, well, my dad first of all was like, 
it's very white. And I was like, yeah, he was like, it feels like, feels like walking into an art gallery. And I think he meant that as an insult, but I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you like the polished concrete? <laughs> Austere. You're too exactly. kind. Because um, that's the vibe I was going for. And my mum was like, it just looks like your plan. And it was funny because two years before I even bought the house, I was sitting at dinner or lunch with my friend David and I drew what the house was going to look like when I renovated it on a napkin. Yeah. And it, that's what it looks like. The, the plan never changed. Um, I'm pretty good at getting a vision and then being able to make that vision come yeah. true. But I now just need the finances to do that again. Mm-hmm. I think the problem the way to do it is to sell the house. Mm. Which is sad. Uh, is it though? It's a house. <sighs> Yeah, I'm quite an emotional person, though. Yeah, but it doesn't know you're there. I know, but I'm very tied up in my emotions. I, that, I've realised this. And I think that's why I got... Um, we spoke about how someone had called me a romantic. And I took that really... It's like some, some kind of slur. Because um, I feel like there's, there's something about being so emotionally driven that I think it's almost like a weakness. It does or hold you back. Yeah, or it's just seen as a weakness. Like, I would much rather be quite cold and kind of quite self-serving, but it's just mm, not who I am. There are other words to use, like decisive. Yeah, but I don't want to be decisive because I am decisive. I can make decisions. The decision is just driven by emotion rather than oh, okay. prag- pragmatism. Mm. Um, so, I, yeah. Whereas I, I think change. My, my I big brother is very good at being quite... Um, self-serving that's that's not fair that's a bit too extreme but like for instance I know what you mean yeah we've had a conversation before where I've been like uh, I, I phoned you yesterday he's like Mark when you phone me that's your way of telling me that you would like to talk to me if I'm not in the right place to take a phone call I don't need to answer I'm under no obligation and I was a bit like aren't you knob but at the same time like, I, I get the I get the yeah I get the kind of thought behind that actually yeah, yeah. You don't like you don't owe anybody anything. You need to do what's best for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Your brother does have a point, but there are different ways of communicating that. Yeah, like, of like it's quite, an, and that's quite an extreme. Yeah, I've had that before. People have called me, and I'm and I literally have to message back and say, "Listen, now's not a good time." Yeah, you know, it, and you'd have said like, "Oh, you know, I'm cooking or whatever," but well, you don't really have to lie. So, not that headspace. Can I cook tomorrow or whatever? You know? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Fair. Um, so yeah, I'd cut it to do that, but I just yeah, maybe I'm a bit, maybe I'm a bit. I need maybe I need some goals. Maybe I need to start thinking about what I want to do. Yeah, and this you, is what you, I was you, you wanted me to stop being my PT and get a life coach instead. I did, I do, <laughs> and I still do. I think direction would be amazing, you know, and um, because you know you clearly know what you're doing in the gym. You know what I mean? So you don't need him anymore. I know, but I like it. <laughs> but you like <laughs> him as good. therapy. Yeah. Well, why don't you get a therapist? Because it's more expensive. How much more though? Probably quite a bit. Look into it. It's probably not really. Yeah, I know. But then, yeah, I'd also feel awkward. Like, no, you can break up with your PT. You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can. But then what? You just got to have them forever, and if you don't need them. Yes. <laughs> my no, mom and dad keep will saying that. Joe, also noticed now that I've lost weight. The amount of people that comment on my weight, being like, "You're not going to lose any more now, are you?" And I'm just about like, "Piss off!" <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's your, it's your decision, it's your like, journey. Like, I was at my um, my work's night out, and everyone was like, "No, you look good, but that's you now, isn't it?" Mom and Dad said the same thing. Like, facially, you're not going to lose any more weight. And I was like, "Well, I can't choose to not lose <laughs> yeah, the weight from exactly. my face. I want it from my back, but it keeps coming off my face." Yeah, now, you've got to lose. Yeah. <sighs> no, no, no. Mm-hmm. But no, but you, yeah, I, I, I would. Um... Um, or, you know, 
you're fine if if that's like because you seem grounded now and i hope you don't mind me saying no, you know because obviously we have got together at times when you've been a bit of a jumble uh oh no you, i think i'm definitely and still that's in a why we're doing this on a sunday because you know you you're a bit more we are both a bit more relaxed you know yeah I think but, I'm definitely still a jumble. Yeah. I had to go for a massage during the week. Okay, yeah. Um, went out to Archfield and got like a full massage, like 50 minutes, mm-hmm. just to try and decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you afraid of the work that will be needed if you do get a life coach or a therapist? Or the, mm-hmm. or the kind of soul searching or no, the I just reflection? Feel like or... I think it's a bit self-indulgent. But a PT isn't? I don't think it, No. <laughs> I don't think PT is if you don't know what you're doing. You know what I mean? I think yeah. PT is important if you don't know how to hold yourself while deadlifting or etc. But then or... that's the thing I don't like. We're we're still doing very basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we've only just we've not even added in deadlifts yet. Mm. Well, people. I mean, I, yeah. I've said before there is this this amazing guy Craig who's got a phenomenal physique at Nuffield. He never does compound lifts. He only uses like the the machines, and he's just a, an Adonis of a body. You know. Oh. So, Steroids. so you don't. No, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm no, joking. Not all, like, uh, but he's just very. Just a bitter old bitch. <laughs> no, he's just, he's just, he's always there. Like you know, he's, he's at the same time, and always smiling, always, always very happy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so yeah, compoundless, you don't always need. But anyway, all I'm saying is that yeah, perhaps that's, that's, that that could be a goal. Yeah. Even if you just have like two sessions, a t- t- taste session, just to get some um, direction, like or mm-hmm. ideas. Because like I, for me, some health self help books work for me, um, but they don't for everyone. Like no. one, I I recommended one, one the one that changed my life. I then said, "Sabrina, you have to listen to this." Oh my god, change my life. <laughs> and then she heard it, and I said, "Did you hear?" It? And it's like, yeah, didn't really click. I was like, "Well, that's fair enough," because yeah. it actually opens with like teachers will come into your life when you need them. Like you'll meet people who are inspiring, but the thing that they um, they offer or their expertise you don't need at that point in your life so they'll just pass you by but then you might bump into them like 10 years later and be like wait a second you, you're doing like you're doing like whatever and that, at that point of your life you need that thing you know so and maybe clicks again yeah, yeah. absolutely I love when we started this podcast it was very much like we'll just chat about like life experiences from our two different perspectives and it's kind of turned into you giving me therapy <laughs> <laughs> well if you need it no, it's like no, no. chat from no, I, a more experienced homosexual to no, an experienced homosexual. Yeah, but I was always very... Passing the baton. Lost because, because I thought that I owed the world something. Yeah. And I owed my employer something. And I owed my friends something. I owed my friends my time. But again, like your brother, like if, if I wasn't in the headspace, then, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky one, and but but you don't. You you've got to just. I think it's important to kind of um, re recognize who is your tribe and 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 who really uh, helps you get you know through the weeks and and look after those friends and stuff like that and um, or partners or whatever like that and yeah and just and just be be uh, what's the word. Yeah, grateful, like have, yeah, mindful. Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Is yeah, you try not to spread yourself too thin. I think when you're in your early twenties, that's fine. You kind of can, you can kind of have thirty friends and 
and then and spread yourself and then and then work at the same time somehow um and then have a great night out on 20 pounds but as you get older you know it's it's great to say like oh, these are my these are the people you know that uh that 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 give me joy and i i know i can give them joy etc you know yeah so yeah Fair. that's it but yeah so no please don't I, i'm not trying to therapize you is that even a word <laughs> But it probably comes across as it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. <laughs> for it. But yeah. Yeah, get some fucking goals. <laughs> get some. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with your life? I'm going to watch Shit's Creek series again. And again. In January. And again. Oh, it's just for you. Are you <laughs> no, Jimmy. But I might. I'll start that again soon. I've started watching Modern Family. I've been working my way through that. How many series is in that? Eight. Well, there's eight on Netflix. Yeah. And there's probably more. I think there's probably ten. Is the main character a gay character? Is that right? No. No, Modern Family. I don't know it. There's like, like so. There's like no really. A main I'm thinking character. of Arrested Development. I don't know. There's not really a main character, but there's like one of the like the like there's like it's Cam and Mitch. Okay. Are like one of the like it's hard. So it's like Jay's the dad, and then there's like his daughter and his son, and his son is Mitchell, and he's gay. All right. And he's in a is he the red hair guy? Yeah. Ah, yes. I see. I see reels of like people who take. Yeah, they're hilarious. Like that. <gasps> That's not a good plan. No. And uh, I also want to make a short film. Oh. But a series of. <clears throat> there's um, the first film is about, uh, which which has re- been written, and it's about a man who is a baker in, in the Highlands, and he becomes famous on Instagram. But he's just a, a humble man, with, and he's just good with his iPhone photography. And a London book company picks it up and says well let's create a cookbook so we'll send a photographer up because the res we need obviously is in, in the photography and this you know this baker's also in his mid-40s and this guy comes up from london real kind of like city boy but you know busy you know distracted and uh yeah and anyway they fall in love and so he's the baker those got a hilarious ex-wife she's a comedy part of it right and she bursts in halfway through and uh uh, the, the the shooting process and it's only over three nights uh, the whole thing and uh, and then they've also got a daughter who's 20 living in London and then so that happens and then the second part is the story of the when the baker was with his wife there was a night when he was with uh, just watching you know TV with a friend and the daughter they live in this house on the outskirts of town and there's always an old lady who lives, you know, around. Anyway, she, me, she's only about four or five, <clears throat> enough to walk. She meanders into the woods by herself, and the mother's working. She's a, she was, she's a nurse, and uh, and uh, so obviously the girl goes missing, and uh, so it all that it's a small town, so they all kind of pitch in like to. Anyway, the girl just innocently goes to the old lady's house, and she's a she's a like a rich old lady. And the woman like brings her in, and they just have a nice little chat and stuff like that. But because while that's happening, the girl's completely safe, and the the, the old lady's like putting a rug around her, getting ready to like let's walk you back to your parents' house. Like they must be worried about you. But obviously, in that two hours, chaos kind of. And in that two hours is when the revelation is like they don't love each other anymore. The couple they need to break up. He doesn't like. It's not even. I don't know if it's even suggested he's gay at that point. But he is, and also the guy who actually helps find um, 
the little girl, well, tra- tractor, well, is the one who makes the call back to them saying we found her, she's at the old lady's house, is in the first film the one that the ex-wife ends up with, Martin. He's very funny. He's a bit, like, he's a bit, uh, what's the word, glicket, you say over here. Glicket. Glicket, glicket. No, very funny. And then the third story is the story of the London boy. It's uh, filmed in London. And it's him and his ex-boyfriend who uh, they were both, yeah, so they, it's that classic, classic story of two guys who are competing in a relationship. So if one earns more, one has to earn more. So it just becomes really toxic, but the photographer doesn't know how, like, because he loves the guy, the guy's gorgeous, and, you know, they go to, like, they are, they're, they're kind of the it couple, you know, they're maybe all of Instagram or something like that. That just came to me then. You know, they are the it couple, but it is also very toxic because when they're not on their phones or in front of the camera, they're just, they're not really talking or anything like that. Yeah. So something has to happen there as well. So Keeping it's, a, up it's a tri- But the trilogy goes back. So I want <clears throat> the story. So obviously the girl who went missing in the second story, she's four. In the first story, she's 20. See what I mean? Yeah. So it goes back. So I might have to get different actors playing the same characters. And then I want the, the photographer to be like a student, photo- a young photographer and, you know, his boyfriend, you know, something. So, yeah. Cute. But it, I, I want each film to only go for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Hmm. So that'd be fun. Sounds great. Here for that. So, yeah, that's some of my goals. <laughs> Drowning in goals. <laughs> Up to your neck in goals. No, but like the thing is, is like I'll probably just get one thing done. Yeah, but the book won't happen. The film won't happen. But the, the, hopefully the, the attic will get cleared. <laughs> <laughs> you can come and celebrate that. I love that. I'll come celebrate your attic being clear. Exactly. I'm just going to go out and get drunk and wear leather and <laughs> vibe. Are there any other events other than DILF, though? Um, not really. No. There's like a, I think there's a night at Sneaky Pete's called Hot Mess. Okay. But I think it's quite small in there. And I think it's literally, you're, it's like a, just a sweat box. But it's a good laugh, though, isn't it? Never been. Don't know. Maybe. No, I mean DILF. Um, DILF's. It's a good laugh, yeah. yeah. I've only been, well, only been once to Edinburgh. <laughs> good. <laughs> and like I say, I just ended up getting very wasted. So my my goal yes. is to go to this one at the weekend and not be an absolute nightmare. But at the same time, if I'm wandering around on a single, I'm going to have to be fairly drunk. <laughs> like They'll have the heating on. We can celebrate that. We'll come back. Yeah, just... You can message me the next day to say like, <clears throat> How bad I, didn't get, I didn't get completely hung out. I didn't get completely drunk. Yeah. And then we'll do a virtual toast. I'd imagine <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. And on that note, yeah. And I'm getting a, a frog in my throat again. Uh, yeah. We're just getting emotional about all this. I'm know? just, I'm, I'm, I'm just getting over a cold. I'm groggy. I'm like, Ugh. oh no. Wait, yeah. do you want a rug? Do you want a rug for your shoulders or something? No, no, we're fine. Okay, we've got three rugs. We're sitting on the floor now. Like, do you notice we've got two? Yogis. We've got little two separate duvets. We're in the bedroom, everyone, for the acoustics. But yeah, we are now two separate single duvets. Why? Because when Arthur rolls over at night. It takes, it takes it with him, you know, and I and I'm I'm up and down all the night, all through the night, anyway. So now I don't disturb him. He doesn't disturb me. It's great. Because I like sleeping in the same room with him, but I just don't like sharing a blanket with him. Fair, fair. <laughs> all right, everyone. Love you all. Ta ta. Bye.